Welcome to Purpose Without Apology, a podcast for women who love God and think outside the box. Here, we talk about everything from relationships to careers to wealth building and more, and all through the lens of fulfilling your God-given purpose. My name is Lisa Gant. I'm a writer, wife, and mom, and my goal is to empower you to change the world. Let's get started. What is up, y'all? How's it going? How you doing? How you been? I hope you're well. I am doing well. And welcome to the second episode of Purpose Without Apology. So let's talk about what this episode is about. This episode is called Purpose Calling Assignment. What's the difference? So here's the thing. Uh, I grew up in the church personally, so I heard kind of a lot of that kind of Christianese speak, a lot of that religious jargon. It was the same. You hear a lot of the same words kind of going on a lot, right? You hear words like calling, um, you know, anointing, um, you know, you felt that you felt led to do things, you know, that God anointed you to do something or he called you to do something and all those kind of things. Um, and if you didn't grow up in that world, it can be confusing. You know, you hear people say purpose and, oh, my calling and my assignment and, you know, God enabled me to do this. And and it just kind of all blends together, I think, for some people, uh, especially if you're not used to that kind of language. And honestly, I think sometimes even the people who use those words don't always know what they mean. <laughs> it's just something that, um, you know, we kind of use the words without thinking about them, I think. And so I thought it would be interesting to kind of develop some definitions for some of those words that we hear a lot as it relates to purpose. What is purpose? You know, it's kind of, I I was kind of putting together my outline for this episode and I started out with the, just what is purpose as the, the main question of the episode. But then I realized that people talk about calling an assignment and kind of use all those words interchangeably. And so I realized that if I define purpose, then I need to define calling and assignment as well because they're kind of all blended together a lot. And I think they're different. Um, So I wanna kind of walk us through what those differences are and how that relates to your day-to-day life, right? Uh, Now, let me be clear. Let me just say from the jump, put my little disclaimer out there. I am not a theologian. I did not go to seminary or Bible college or anything like that. I am most certainly not a pastor. Okay. (laughs) Um, And God bless pastors. I I am not one. Um, But and so I just don't want anyone to have the assumption that I am this person who you know, has been leading a church for 30 years or anything like that. I am just a, a woman who loves Jesus, has walked with him for a long time. I, I came to know the Lord when I was pretty young, around five or six. So, and I'm um, at at the time I'm recording this, I'm 35. So I've um, been walking with him most of my life and I've learned quite a lot in that process. So I'm just kind of sharing some things that I've learned. I am not perfect it may not always be right. Um, And so that's why it's very important for you to study the word yourself, for you to be planted in a good church yourself and for you to know God for yourself. Don't ever let someone that you listen to 
either in a podcast or watch on YouTube or listen to a sermon um, from. Don't ever let that be your only source for who God is, because any person can be flawed and make mistakes. But the God of heaven is perfect. And when you know him for yourself, it's just different. There's a different level of it. There's a different level of understanding that comes and peace and all these good things. Let me not preach. Let me go into what we were talking about. So what is purpose? Uh, purpose is, I pulled up the uh, kind of the, the, the dictionary definition for purpose. Um, and this is from Collins Dictionary. This is, and it really, it's just basically, in most basic terms, the reason for which something is made or done. That's it. Uh, and so what I also did was I did some reading and studying um, as far as the Bible is concerned, what I believe, um, you know, purpose is, our purposes as Christ followers, as believers. Um, and so what I've found and what I have, the way I understand it is that um, our, per, our, our purpose as Christ followers kind of dwindles down to three different parts. Number one, we exist to glorify God. And I gave kind of a verse that, um, you know, represents this as First Peter 2, 9. And it says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. So um, that's one kind of purpose that we have as believers is that we exist to declare, you know, his praises and, you know, really just recognize who God is. Okay. Second purpose that we have as believers is that we exist to do good. Uh, and I love this verse. This is in um, Ephesians 2.10. And it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So that's another purpose that we have as believers. We're called to do good works that God, you know, kind of prepared for us. And, um, you know, just to be a blessing to other people. And even if you're not a Christian, this is something that you, this is what I love about the Bible and about Christianity is even if you don't know Jesus and you don't, um, you know, believe in him, there's still so many principles that are universal in the Bible that you can still apply to your life. And this is one of them, right? Um, you, anyone can do good, whether you know Jesus or not, right? So that's one thing that I kind of appreciate about um, my faith. But so the next reason, the last reason I would argue is um, what we call in the church, the great commission. If you've been to church, you know, more than a couple times, you've probably heard of the Great Commission, um, but the one I'm reading is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, uh, where Jesus says, um, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them every to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So that is the third kind of piece of what we are called to as Christians is to spread the gospel, to expand the kingdom of God, to show the world who Christ is and bring them to him. We are to point 
the way to Christ. I love, uh, there's an old saying that says um, that Christians are just beggars that are going to other beggars and are telling them where to find bread, right? That's that's all we are. We're, it's not fancy, you know? We're, we're not better than anyone. Um, I really, it, it hurts my heart to see the way Christians sometimes will treat people who don't know Jesus um, and act like they're better than them and look kind of look down on them. We don't have any right to do that. We, we are literally just saved by the grace of God. And that is it. It is nothing we do. And if it's nothing we do, then we share that, that knowledge with no strings attached. It's not our job to try and judge who's worthy. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we are no better than any other sinner, any other person who is not believing. Uh, and, And we should kind of approach the gospel with that, with that humility. So, um... That, again, kind of sums up the three pieces of why what we do as believers and what purpose, what our purpose is. That's it. It's very simple. It's those three things. Glorify God, do good and spread the gospel. Now, let's talk about calling. What is calling? Well, when I looked up the definition in the dictionary, this is from Webster Miriam. It says calling is a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. It's also defined as the vocation or profession in which one customarily engages. Now, what does that mean? That's a lot of big words, right? What does all of that say? It just basically means it's kind of your inner conviction um, and especially I like how it's how this version, how this definition says, you know, that it's based on divine influence. Right. Our calling is God inspired. It is God speaking to us, directing us to do something to fulfill those three things that we mentioned earlier to to fulfill purpose. Our calling is an expression of our purpose. Right. And so while purpose is kind of this broader overarching term that summarizes just why we exist on the planet, period, our calling is more specific. It relates to kind of what we do as what we do in order to, you know, live out purpose. It it refers to gifts it can be talents, it can be our, our, our abilities, things, anything that we do well, all of that, um, those, those works that we are, are, you know, that God has prepared for us to do, those works make up our calling, okay? So your calling can include a lot of different things. It can include what you do professionally. It can include what you do volunteering, you know, as far as volunteering, um, what you do on a personal level. Um, it can be, you know, a number of things. So so let me give you an example. Um, let's say I'm gifted at graphic design. I'm not really, but let's pretend. OK. And let's say I'm interested in also mentoring women in a weekly Bible study. Right. Both of those things are are callings that I have, right? They are a part of the purpose that God has given me. 
So it's just different expressions of that purpose. One is professional, right? The graphic design, I do that for, I would do that for a living, probably to earn an income and pay bills. And then the weekly Bible study, that's more personal, right? And so, but both of those things are a part of my calling. Those are, are ways that God um, allows me to live my purpose. Um, calling can also be like a, a position or a status in life, right? Uh, I'm a mother, for example. I believe motherhood is a calling. I have a friend who has, I think she has six children and they're all hers. They're, they're her and her husband's natural children. I mean, and she is a phenomenal mother. I mean, absolutely amazing. She is patient. She is calm. She is firm when she needs to be. She is, um, you know, gracious and, you know, and, and, and teaches them. And I talked to her about it and she said, I am called to have a large family. That is my calling. I was called to have a number of children. And I know I love I have two children and I love my babies, but I know having like six kids is not my calling. That is that is not it is not, you know, and, and I am OK with that. And so but that's just an example. Right. You, you there there are certain stations in life that you can be called to. There are people who are called to singleness. Paul talks about that extensively in the Bible. Um, that there is a call to being single. There are people out there that truly do not desire marriage at all. So just kind of laying this out and trying to lay this groundwork for you for you guys, um, because there's a lot of different we look we tend to look at calling just in terms of your job and what you do for a living. And I don't think it's that. I think that's part of it for sure, but it's definitely not all of it. There's a lot of different components, I believe, that make up our calling and it's possible to ha- be called in multiple areas. And I think everyone is called in multiple areas. There's callings for you, you know, on a professional level, on a personal level, and part of your identity, who you are, the different roles that you take on in your life. Uh, so I think it's really important for us to um, to understand that and to really recognize that as we're going through this discussion. So the next thing we want I want to talk about is what is assignment. Um, you'll hear a lot of people talk about assignment or they'll use the word season a lot. They'll be like, oh, my season is over. I'm, I'm usually it's an ext- a reason for leaving the church. Right. My season is over, you know, um, which is hilarious to me. But um, so you a lot of times in the church will talk about having an assignment and people kind of use that to describe anything that they do, like certain tasks that they do, I guess. Like, oh, I'm assigned to work in the children's ministry or, oh, I'm assigned to serve on the prayer team or uh, I'm assigned to work, you know, I don't know, in in hospitality or something like that. You you kind of use people use it in that kind of way. Um, So let's talk about what an assignment, I believe, an assignment actually is. Um, So according to Webster's Dictionary, an assignment is defined as a specific task or amount of work assigned or undertaken as if assigned by authority. So don't you hate when you have a definition that kind of includes the word in the definition? Like an assignment is a thing that has been assigned, but uh, (laughs) um, it's it's 
it's still, I think that there's a, a lot of good stuff to unpack here. So what I want you to kind of focus on is that an assignment is a specific task or an amount of work that has been given by authority, okay? So let's compare this with purpose and calling, okay? Uh, I think the main difference between purpose, calling, and assignment is that while purpose and calling tend to remain kind of unchanged throughout the course of your life, an assignment is usually temporary. You are usually um, limited to like a certain amount of time that you're doing a certain assignment, right? Um, So let's, and I found a verse that kind of illustrates this. This is uh, in from 1 Corinthians 7, 17. And it says, nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them, just as God has called them. So there you actually see the word calling and assignment being used and uh, used at the same time. But it's it's interesting how it's being used, right? Because it says in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them. Right. So that's that suggests, like I said, that an assignment is has has parameters has limits it's not throughout the whole course of your life usually um and just as god has called them again that kind of suggests that you know the idea of calling being things that you do being a status that you hold and so the assignment is kind of the way that you is something that you do um with your calling okay um your assignment is something that you do with the call that God has placed on your life. So if calling refers to your gifts, your assignment refers to the specific tasks that you do with those gifts. So let me give you an example. Let's go back to the uh, graphic design example that I gave earlier. You may be gifted in graphic design and artwork. Okay. That is your calling. But working as a graphic designer is an assignment, right? Because you may or may not do that over the course of your life. You may work as a graphic designer in the church. You may, you know, provide graphics for the sermons or, or you know, things for the, the website or something like that. Um, but you may only do that for a certain period of time, for a season. And then God may send you into another area. Now, you may still use that calling, that graphic design calling. You may use that same um, ability, that creative ability with artwork, but you will you will use it in a different arena. You may use it in a different industry. You may use it professionally versus personally for certain at certain parts in your life, certain times of your life. So hopefully that's kind of making the difference more clear. You, I can give you an example with myself as well. Um, I have worked, I worked as a freelance writer um, for about 11 years uh, working from home while my children were small and that allowed me to stay home with them. Um, And so I worked part-time doing freelance writing now my kids are a little bit older and so I am doing more work pursuing um, fiction, writing fiction. So I've written a novel, um, I have a literary agent and we're in the process of trying to sell that book. So those are two different types of writing but it's still writing and it's two different 
kind of expressions of that calling. The calling is writing. The assignment is freelance work versus fiction writing. Hopefully that makes sense. So that kind of gives you an, um, a, a, a sense of what that can look like in your life. Now, I want to make it clear. Um, you don't choose your purpose or your calling or really your assignment either. I mean, there's there's room there. I would say probably you you choose your assignment more than you choose your calling and purpose. But you can choose to partner with God You can choose how you partner with God in order to manifest them on earth. Um, So let me put it a different way. Purpose is not a tightrope. It's not this thing that you have to walk across it just perfectly right. And if you don't, God's you're going to fall off and God's going to just let you fall and hit the ground. Right. It's not a prison. It's not something where if you step out of the confined space that you're supposed to stay in, you get punished, right? It's it's not this thing. We've made purpose so restrictive where it's just like, I have to get it right. I have to do exactly what God told me to do, exactly the way he told me to do it. And I can't make any mistakes. I can't make any mistakes. I have to do everything exactly right all the time, no matter what, no deviations, no error, no room for any mistakes ever. Does that sound like anybody? I'm a reformed perfectionist, so I can tell you that was my life. Like my whole life, I was like, I can't mess up anything ever or God's going to be mad at me, you know? And I think there's so many people walking around with all this anxiety as it relates to their purpose, as it relates to what God wants them to do, right? Especially as it relates to calling and assignment, right? the specific tasks that God wants you to do, you're freaking out about, well, do I do this task or this one over here? Do I pursue baking or do I start a restaurant? Do I do hair or do I do makeup or do I? And there's all this just anxiety about being wrong. Y'all, that is not what God intended purpose to be. He does not want it to be this restrictive, confining thing where if you fall and make a mistake, your life is over. That's not what he's about. Y'all got to think of think of of purpose, calling an assignment like a big, wide open field that has has a fence around it. OK, there's boundaries. There's places where you can't go. But it's still this wide open field where you have miles and miles to just run. You got all this room that you for things that you can do. The Bible says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and the mind cannot conceive what God has prepared for those who love him. So God has so much for you to do. That like you can kind of just pick a direction as, and as long as it falls under the guidelines of your, your calling, the actual gifts that God has given you, you have, kind of have free reign a little bit. I'm going to go back to the example of what I said with my writing. I have done freelance writing. I did spoken word poetry in college. I, again, I'm working on fiction writing. 
and you know I'm I'm have ideas for devotionals and and you know curriculum possibly for schools there's so many different types of writing that I have done that I am doing and that I will do in the future and God just kind of I mean I asked God about when I, I went to God in prayer and during my quiet time about this podcast and I said God should I do this is this something that you want me to do is this something is this an assignment that you have called me to do for a season. And here's what he said. He told me, you, I have gifted you with writing, with speaking, and with teaching. You can do just about anything in any of those arenas that you want. And as long as it glorifies me, you good. You good, baby. And so basically that means yes. Because what is this podcast? It's me speaking, it's me teaching, it's me encouraging, and it's me expanding the kingdom of God. It's me glorifying God. So if I'm doing those things and I'm walking out that gift that I have, then it's okay. Now, maybe the timing, it depends on the timing, right? Timing is where we kind of get tripped up. It's very important for you to follow God's timing because he may have you have something for you to do, but it may not be the right season for you to do it. It may not be your assignment to do it now, but that's why your quiet time with God is so important. That's why it's so important for you to spend time with him and get to know him and specifically get to know his voice. And that's something I'll probably do a podcast on later in the future about hearing the voice of God, because it's so important. It's so critical in our lives as believers that we hear what God's voice sounds like and know what he what his voice sounds like. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger's voice. They don't follow. They will not follow. So um, that's a huge part of understanding your purpose and your calling and your assignment as well. Um, but the, the, the key thing here is that you're meant to be empowered by your purpose, your calling and your assignment, not burdened by them. It's not supposed to be something that weighs you down. You're not supposed to be stressed about trying to figure out what your purpose and your calling and your assignment are. God's not hiding this stuff from you. He wants it to be clear, but you have to seek him to find it. Your purpose, your calling, your assignment, it's in him. It's in his presence. And y'all try, a lot of people are trying to get to purpose, trying to get to calling, trying to get to assignment, and they're skipping the presence of God. You can't do that. Those two things go together. They're like peanut butter and jelly. They like Kool-Aid and sugar. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta, you gotta work, you gotta walk that thing out. Um, It's, it should, you should be, and once you know it, once you have it, once you know what your purpose is. Once you know what your assignment is, once you know what your calling is, the gifts God has placed in you, there is nothing like it. There is nothing in the world like walking out what God has put you on the planet to do. I've been walking this earth 35 years and just over the last couple years, I would say probably since around 33 or so, I'm finally secure and confident in why God has put me on the planet on what he on the specifics of what he has me to do and child let me tell you there is nothing like knowing why you're here and knowing what God wants you to do there is a level of peace 
and joy and comfort that comes out of that thing that I cannot describe. And I want that for every single one of you. Every single one one of you. I want you to feel the joy that I feel in knowing my calling, knowing why I'm here, knowing the things that God has called me to do. So there is, um, I want to share a resource with you. Um, I love if you if you uh, don't know who Courtney L. Sanders is, you need to get to know her. She is phenomenal. She inspires me all the time. I love her podcast. Um, her podcast is uh, the the Courtney L. Sanders Show, and um, she has an episode that she did uh, not too long ago about purpose. I think it's called "The Truth Behind Your Purpose." It's uh, episode seventy nine. So I will link to that in the show notes. But uh, listen to that as well. Um, there's a lot of kind of overlay between what I've talked about today and, you know, things that she discusses as it relates to purpose as well. So check that episode out um, and subscribe to her podcast too, because it's amazing. I listen to it every week. Um, She is just a remarkable um, young lady who's doing amazing things. So follow her as well. And uh, let's talk about your action step for this week. So your action step for this week is that I want you to take 30 minutes, set aside 30 minutes. Um, It can be late at night when the kids are asleep. It can be, you know, during your lunch break at work. It could be early in the morning if you're a morning person. doesn't matter, but just take 30 minutes, find 30 minutes somewhere. And using the definitions that I've given in this episode for purpose, calling, and assignment, I want you to take 30 minutes and define those three things in your life as best you can. Purpose, calling, and assignment. Purpose, I kind of gave you, right? We kind of went through that at the beginning. But, you know, for you, you want to kind of still write that out and think about it. But calling and an assignment specifically, I want you to write those things out and think about what those are for you. Um, think about it, pray about it. And let me know what you come up with. Um, Definitely share it with me and let me know uh, what you come up with in in the comments on Instagram or, you know, send me a message or or whatever you want to do. Um, I would love to hear from you and I'd love to know what you come up with. Thanks, guys. This concludes another episode of Purpose Without Apology. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, your purpose is waiting, so you need to go after it. See you in the next episode.